Good morning, Boker Tov. It should be a good morning. I want to thank our generous, brand new sponsor for our 10 Minutes of Meaning series, Shmuel and Esther Shayowitz, in honor of their parents and their children. This morning is also in honor of our complete speedy refuah shlema from Moshe Aram Ben Rachaleh. We are on the 26th chapter, the final parak of Mesilas Hashanah. We are in the home stretch with a little way to go. And we're up to the final virtue the final character trait, the final ingredient in the formula of Rapinchas Ben Yair, the Ramchal has elucidated for us how to chart a course and a path towards a better version of ourselves, and that is the Midah of Kedusha. How to live with holiness, how to live with sanctity, how to aspire for something more, not just happiness, but something more significant, which is holiness, consciousness, mindfulness, presence, awareness of Hashem, and all that we do. That even though we are defined by physical beings, and we live and operate in the physical world, and we have physical needs, and we experience physical pleasures, to never confuse the goof, the body, and that physical world that we operate in with who we really are. Continues the Ramchal, So the effort is, The goal is to separate ourselves and be completely cut off from the chomer, the material, the matter that comprises who we are. And it means that even though we are, yes, physical beings, we need to eat, we need to sleep, we procreate, we enjoy the physical world, to never confuse that with who we really are, with our essence, which that which is part of our immortality. Who we are as a soul, who we are as a chelak mamish, who we are is a piece of Hashem, literally. That is the eternal and immortal piece of who we are. That is who will last forever. That is what matters. That is what we are invested in. That is how we identify. That is what we nourish. That's who we are. So the physical part of who we are, it's a concession. It's a reality. We have to tolerate it. As uh, Rabbi Nachman said, we mentioned a few weeks ago, the goof is like a lavush. The body is like a garment or a wardrobe that the soul has to wear. And just like a person who wears a suit and tie all day can't wait to be able to put on a t-shirt and sweatpants, a t-shirt and shorts, so too the soul can't wait to disrobe of the body and for the soul to fly th- free, to, to blossom and to flourish. And it's in reference to this that our Nevi'im, our great prophets, they were called angels because they lived with that consciousness, that mindfulness, that awareness, that presence of Hashem their entire day, their whole life. When they were eating, they weren't just fressing, they were tasting elokus. They were eating the source of life and nourishment, which was Hashem. So that mindfulness was present with every bite and as they chewed and throughout their eating. When they would sleep, they were resting so their soul could be restored when they were making choices and behaving, when they were conveying and communicating, transmitting the prophecy they received, they were angels, simply agents and ambassadors of Hashem, a soul on fire, fulfilling the purpose for which we were created. And that's why the Pasuk says in Malachi, Sifsei kon das, the lips of the coin will guard knowledge, and Torah seek from their mouth, ki malach Hashem the Gemara parenthetically says about this Pasuk, that you need a Rebbe who's Doma Lamalach. If your Rebbe is Doma Lamalach Hashem Tzavakos, then Tori Yavakshim Go search and listen and learn Torah from somebody who is a Malach, as opposed to somebody who doesn't practice what they preach. The, the classic word they say is even though the Rebbe could be working on himself, growing and learning and advancing himself, like a Malach, 
he stands still so that he can invest in you. Instead of selfishly only being invested in himself, that's the Rebbe we should search out. V'yomer, v'yum alavim malachi alokim, Pasuk in Divrei Yomim says, and they made a mockery of the angels of Hashem. Afilu b'shas says, ask b'mas magashmem u'krachem lo mipaz gufo, hini lo sozuz nafshom idveikusa elyum. Kenyan shenemar, like the Pasuk in Telem, davka nafshi acharecha, ki tomcha yeminecha. My soul cleaves after your right hand has supported me. This is how the Shulchan Aruch begins. The, the, uh, the Shulchan Aruch of Yosef Karo begins, that a Jew wakes up, and we see opposite us always, shivisi Hashem lenegdi samid. Every choice, every speech, every thought, every behavior, everything I do. What am I going to watch? Well, Hashem's next to me on the couch. What would I watch in front of Him? What podcast am I going to put on? What music will I listen to? What am I going to say? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Well, He's right next to me. I won't do anything I wouldn't do with Hashem sitting next to me, looking over my shoulder, listening, watching, being part of this experience. Shivisi Hashem, this business deal, the way I negotiate, the way I market and advertise, everything about the way I live my life, the way I'm going to eat, everything I do is with this awareness that Hashem is there. That's a life of Kedusha. A life of Kedusha is not, I leave Hashem in the shul, I leave Hashem in the base medrash, I leave Hashem at the Shabbos table. Now when I go to the gym, when I go to the office, when I negotiate the deal, now when I go live my life, when I choose how to be entertained and recreation, now when I go to the game, Hashem's not here. I, I left him. He's at the shul. He's in the base medrash. He doesn't come with me. A real life of Kedusha, that real life of holiness that we aspire to, Hashem is with us. He is around us. He's watching. His hand is on our shoulder. And he's part of that entire experience. That's Shivisi. That's what Baal Shem Tov perhaps made famous, but it long precedes him, the concept of Hishtavas. We spoke about it on Shabbat Shuvah a couple years ago. Hishtavas is equanimity. Hishtavas is that Shivisi. Hishtavas is that animating everything in my life. There are no highs and lows. Yes, there's happiness and sadness, but it's regulated. I could regulate my life because I submit to the fact that there's an equanimity, a hishtavus, or in the words of Moshe Gersh, who spoke here recently, his wonderful book where he develops this idea and how to implement it in practice called It's All the Same to Me. It's all the same. Hashem is behind everything. Whether I hit a red light, whether the deal went sour, whether the interaction was the way that I hoped and anticipated, whether I got great news and a success, or there's a disappointment. I, I understand, I interpret, I experience all of it in the same way. It's all the same to me. Hishtavus, shivisi Hashem, because Hashem's behind it all. Hashem is behind it all. So that's a life of Kedusha. A life of Kedusha is not that I have a separate guf and a neshama. Right now, I'm in a guf moment. I'm fressing, I'm stuffing my face, I'm watching, I'm dreaming, I'm imagining, I'm fantasizing. That's my guf. My neshama, that's when I go to the shir. My neshama is at shalashidus, at raiva deraivin. My neshama is at the kumzitz. My, this is a guf moment. Leave me alone. Don't bring any of that neshama stuff. My guf is enjoying. Get out of the way. No, that's not how a Jew lives. This last parak is teaching us that kedusha, the life of the greatest holiness, is that there is no barrier. There's no daylight. There's no break between the guf and the neshama. The neshama is who we are. It's not that I am a body that has a soul. I'm a soul that happens to be housed for now in this body. And the body is the vehicle, the instrument that's expressing free will of the soul for now. But really who I am is this soul. I nourish it, I nurture it, I protect it, I sustain it. It is my legacy, it's my reputation, it's every part of who I am is my soul. And therefore, that soul is aware and experienced and mindful and joyous. It's not that Hashem is watching over us like some supervisor 
He's looking to catch us and punish us and can I get away? My parole officer, Hashem, he's always over my shoulder. Enough, I can't wait to take off the, 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 the metal bracelet around my ankle. Chalila, that's not what it is. It's that Hashem is our support, our sustainer. He loves us. He guides us. He lifts us. He holds us. He takes care. It's amazing. He's with us all the time. He's with us all the time. He's our ways that's giving us directions how to get through. He's our connection to communicate. He's our protection. He's our everything. And wow, what a life. Shivisi, Hishtavas. It's all the same to me. Equanimity, whatever's happening. Yes, there are moments of more success and disappointment. There's happiness and sadness. There's frustration and there's breakthrough. We have very real experiences and we experience them as very real people with real emotions. But behind it all, animating, informing, inspiring it all is Hashem. Since it's impossible for a person to achieve this state on his own, so the Navi lived that way. The Navi wasn't really in this world. They seemed to be in this world, but they were really in another world while they were in this world. They were in a Shema. They barely even were aware of their guf. Hashem was always on the forefront of their mind. There was no tension or there was no temptation because they were just did what Hashem willed. For us, ki chaveidu mimeni. That, that, that's too weighty, too difficult, too hard. There's a reason this is the final parak. There's a reason this is parak chavav of Mesil Zasharim. The Ramchal doesn't come out of the gate with this. You got to work your way up through all the other midos. Sof, sof, chamri hu, basav adam. Because in the end of the day, our stomach growls. We get hungry. We have an appetite. In the end of the day, we see that food and we crave it. We're hungry for it. We're excited by it. In the end of the day, we have all kinds of taiva. We have temptation. In the end of the day, we struggle. We're human. We're human. And that's why the Ramchal says, we can only do our part. We have to put ourselves in the right circumstance, surround ourselves with the right support system. We have to learn and grow. We have to do all the things that we can do to give ourselves a head start. But in the end of the day, whether we can overcome those temptations, whether we'll make those right choices, whether we'll live this best version of ourselves, Sof Kedusha Matana. In the end of the day, that's a gift from Hashem. Because the, we are physical beings, living, experiencing, being driven and tempted by the physical world. So the capacity to navigate and to transcend and to succeed, to successfully traverse this physical world, that's a Matana. We do our part. And our part is every morning when we wake up, or actually more, more importantly, every night before you go to sleep, to plan the next day and picture it. What will my best day look like tomorrow? Who should I hang out with? Where should I be? What should I do? What are the ingredients that will position me and set me up for my best day? If I make it to the Kola Boker and I learn before I even daven, and I daven in the best minion that will allow me to daven, and I sit in the best section where I won't be talking, and if I then hang out with the right people, and I do the right check-in, and I'm going to listen to the right thing on my drive to work, not the wrong, how do I set myself up so that I'm on my way to a life of Kedusha? And then we have to let go. The rest is up to Hashem. The rest is a matana that's up to Him, but we do the first part, which is taking our step, Mirza Shem, it should be a good day. Besoros Tovas for Klal Yisrael.